Hi, I'm Susan Foch, and when I was 18 years old, I launched a national nonprofit organization out of my freshman college dorm room. Now, with almost a decade of experience under my belt, I'm here to teach you my tried and true tips and tricks for running your own nonprofit or social enterprise and how to build it from the ground up. You're listening to this podcast because you're ready to make a difference in this world. I see you, I hear you, and I'm ready to help you. Now let's make an impact together. So today I kind of wanted to talk about this idea of passion, like following your passion, having your passion, uh, using it for your career, your nonprofit, your hobbies, whatever it is. I feel like people talk about passion kind of in the incorrect way and not that you can really be incorrect about it, but I think they talk about finding it like almost like you found it on the street. It was like a rock that you picked up and it's like, look, I found my passion. Sorry, you don't have it. You didn't find the special thing, but I found the special thing. And they always talk about it like it's this one big spark moment um, and then you have it. And so some people, when they feel like they don't know where to go, what to do, what their passion is, they feel lost. And then they also feel like worse about themselves because other people are like, well, I know what I'm doing with my life. So we're going to leave you in the dust and just (laughs) let you figure it out by yourself. Um, and I think one thing that we don't talk about a lot with passion and especially people working in the nonprofit world is that passion isn't pretty. It's not cute. It's not this fun thing that you got and now you get to wave it around and share it with the universe. Um, And I say that because I actually think if you look at the root of most people's passions, like what they are going to try and change the world for, what they're doing, it actually is rooted out of, and hear me out on this, it's rooted out of something that actually pisses you off. Like it's something that makes you really mad if you boil it back down, okay? And I'm not even going to talk about like myself and like my military work, you know, that's was kind of looked at by my father. I'll take something that's even more uh, applicable that you see more often. Let's talk about fitness people, okay? People who are just like addicted to like working out and eating healthy and sharing these amazing meals and they're like the pump up, like you can do it kind of people. Well... Let's backtrack a little bit from those people. They usually, they probably weren't born addicted to fitness and exercise. Like they were inspired to do something about it because, well, let's see, there maybe was a family member who got really sick and was dying. Maybe they had a, um, like a physical ailment that happened and now it was literally kept from them. Like they physically couldn't run for a few months. Maybe they watched some people's poor nutrition just really like run their body into the ground and someone they loved. Uh, Maybe it was them. You know, someone, one of my favorite comedians has an expression, uh, you know, you don't get, you don't get excited about losing 10 pounds until like your pants don't fit. You know, like it's somewhere out of this actual like root of kind of like anger, being a little pissed off where it's like, okay, you know, I reached this boiling point. Now I want to change something about it. Or I saw someone else suffering and it could have been cured with just basic nutrition or change their nutrition plan. And I know that, so that's what I'm going to be passionate about. And I'm going to learn about nutrition. Now I'm going to learn about exercise and now I'm going to be really dedicated to it. Um, you know, 
take it for something else. Let's look at a, a children's charity. Okay. It's not, you you normally aren't working at a children's charity, uh, like the Make-A-Wish Foundation or Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, because those kids are happy and healthy and super dandy running around with flying kites and balloons. It's because they're sick, they're in pain, and you watching them go through this at such a, a sweet, innocent, loving, young age rips your heart out. It pisses you off that there's no cure for that disease. It pisses you off that there's no cure for cancer. It pisses you off that some people are dying from the opioid epidemic, that people are dying from alcohol and drug addictions. When you look at people's passions, you actually have to ask them a little bit, what really grinds their gears? What pisses them off? It'll actually probably be similar. So if you're someone who's looking for your passion, if you don't know really where to start, maybe you have this kind of servant's heart, you want to start a nonprofit. Heck, maybe you're just someone who wants to start a business. You have no idea where to start. A lot of people will guide you in the advice of like, what's something you love doing because you can make money it's something you love and I'm like well I love taking naps okay I can't <laughs> make a business on the fact that I love taking naps or that I love taking a nice long walk in the sunshine okay like those are things I love those aren't businesses I actually would challenge you if you want more of a service-based life and a service-based career actually ask yourself what pisses you off a little bit and I'm not talking about you know <laughs> the dude who like cut you off in traffic and never uses a blinker and uh or someone who was really rude to you at the grocery store I'm not talking about that kind of like irritated like little day-to-day -day stuff overall in life what grinds your gears what upsets you like is it the fact again like, so like for me it was the fact that I was watching my father who was a disabled veteran deal with all of these like ailments that came with being a disabled man and from this traumatic event. And I was watching all of the gaps in his care that could have been easily filled and could have also been prevented. Um, you know, I mean, I just, you know, look at if there's something that isn't happening the right way that you think should be happening for cancer, for type two diabetes, for whatever it is. Find the thing, I mean, heck, we see this every day in the environment, like environmental causes that don't get as much attention as things like the cancer, the mental health, um, all those different kinds of areas. Look at the things that are kind of grinding your gears about the world, about life, about other people, if it's the environment, if it's abused puppies, whatever it is. I would really search look deep down, find those things, and then start kind of broadening it up and being like, okay, why does that upset me? Why does this grind my gears more than something else? Like for me, um, I have a lot of causes that I love and are very close to my heart, but obviously some strike a chord harder than others. Um, you know, again, obviously my entire last seven years have been really dedicated to military type services, um, that was inspired by my father, but you know, I also love causes like helping, not helping because I don't do anything with it, but like I care a lot about the opioid epidemic. I care a lot about alcohol and other drug abuse. I care about drinking and driving. I care about all these other things, but they don't necessarily light me up as hard as other things. Um, you know, a lot of my experience has been with 
the Make-A-Wish Foundation with Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, like watching these sweet little faces, that strikes a harder gear for me than uh, other diseases. Maybe, um, you know, things with like elderly care don't rev me up the way like children's charities do and maybe the environment revs you up more than animal charities do none of that's wrong because all of it's great we need all these different types of people in the world but you don't have to be passionate about what someone else is passionate about what your brother your sister your significant other your mom whatever is really important to them doesn't have to be important to you and what pisses them off doesn't have to piss you off but I would just find that and then figure out, again, walk it back, figure out why that bugs you, why does that grind your gears, and then look at the other organizations or causes that are currently there. If there is one, you don't know, you could have discovered something totally new. But look at what's there and then see like, okay, why isn't it solved yet? What are the gaps in this care? What are the gaps in this awareness? What can I be doing a little bit differently? And none of this is going to happen in like... <laughs> a little 30 minute sit down conversation with yourself. Um, but I think if you start asking yourself, start looking at things that just grind your gears a little bit and start working backwards. And I think those answers will start revealing itself to you. I don't know if you're a journaler, if you're a meditator, if you're any of these things, but I would just become a little bit more acutely aware of that. And then when you find the thing that's grinding your gears, I feel like I've said that a thousand times in this. I'm so sorry. Um, Again, figure out what you could be doing a little bit differently or more of. Maybe someone really struck a chord with like uh, something for type 2 diabetes, but they only have, you know, X amount of uh, dollars for this awareness campaign or to make this drug or whatever it is. And you know that it could be done at a better scale, a grander scale. Maybe there's a whole new solution that no one's found yet. And that could be you. You don't know. You don't know what your future holds. You have no idea what you're capable of. But I think that we need to stop talking about passion like this beautiful, shiny, amazing thing that makes the birds sing and rainbows come out of nowhere. And that's why you jump out of bed every single morning and everything is just this like happy fuel for why you love a cause that you do. That's not it. It's really not. I think if you start asking yourself what kind of bugs you about the world instead of like, what do you love and craft your job around that? I'm not saying that that's bad advice. I'm just saying in this regard, it doesn't always help people. Definitely didn't always help me when I made a list of things that I loved doing and things I was good at. And they were like, make a, that Venn diagram to figure out where they intersect. Not always the case. It's just not. So I would challenge you to start looking a little bit differently at passion. And also, if you're looking at someone who is also very passionate, seems to have found their purpose on earth, you know, made this great company, I instead of asking them for their founding story for like what I'm sure is the thousandth time, ask them what really bugged them leading up to making this. Because again, most entrepreneurship comes out of being irritated at something and you wanting to find a solution for it. Um, a great example of this that's not in the nonprofit sector is Sarah Blakely with Spanx. Um, her whole irritant was that she wanted to wear white pants to a party and not have like anything show underneath. And then Spanx was born so that you could have all those like smoothed out lines. Um, that was something that bugged her. And she found a solution for it because she knew she was capable of making that solution. Like it could be as big or small or grand or not as you want it to be. But 
start challenging yourself to think about finding your passion a little bit differently because I promise when you find it and then you find that solution, the world is yours, baby. And we need what you're going to be offering. We need those new solutions. I mean, the time that we're living in right now, never a better one to really challenge yourself to ask you what is kind of bugging you, what's going on in there, and how can you come up with a new or an amplified solution to get there? Because I promise that when we put it all together, we're going to be impacting that world. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Make an Impact Podcast. If you enjoyed yourself, would you do a little rate, review, subscribe dance? And if you really enjoyed yourself, would you share this on social media so someone else could catch the impact bug? Until next time, friend, I can't wait to see what kind of impact you make on your world.